And I can see the ground now, way too gone, way too gone. Alright, legends, welcome back to yet another episode of Get Around Me. Can you believe it? It's me, Billy Darcy. What a time to be alive, etc. I'm having a I'm having an absolute time this morning. Loving life. As we all should be. But I hate to start the note, uh, sorry, the note, the pod, on a negative note. Um, unfortunately, there's been a betrayal in my house. Um, as we all know, I've been powering through the OC at a pretty alarming rate due to unemployment, etc. Um, but the thing is, I wasn't doing it alone, okay? And when you go on an emotional journey like the OC, you know, season one was no fucking picnic, I'll tell you that. And season two terrifying i think we had three pregnancies in the first four episodes two of which were the same girl if you can wrap your head around that um the oc is a very fertile region you know i mean these people are getting pregnant from a high five it's terrifying um but me and my roommate samos were in it together you know we were going through episode by episode you know when marissa left ryan for the 17th time samos was there when ryan beat the shit out of a guy who barely deserved it for the 17th time Samos was there. When Seth fucked it up with Summer for the 20 millionth time, and I took it personally because I saw a bit of Seth in me, Samos was there. But, unfortunately, he's betrayed me. And I'm not talking about the sort of betrayal like when Marissa shot Trey in the season two finale. That wasn't a betrayal at all. He tried to rape her, okay? That seemed pretty above board to me. Um, Trey's a piece of shit. He's in hospital as we speak. I hope he dies. Uh, but I'm up to season three, episode one, and it's, it's a great place to be in. I've got a full season ahead of me, but then I come home from the other day, got to chuck on a bit of the OC. I go, Samos, where are you up to? I go into the Stan account, season three, episode eight. He's watched seven episodes without me. Do you know, mate, the OC moves so quickly it might be a completely different cast by now, okay? It's not just the sort of show where you can just skip an episode, okay? Last time I skipped an episode, Summer was with a different bloke, and another guy was dead. And I missed one episode. Sandy drowned in a pool. Apparently, What's-Her-Face was, was trying to kill him, but he drowned anyway. I don't know, because I missed it, okay? You can't just skip an episode of The O.C. But now I've skipped seven. So... Sam's betrayed me, uh, he's left me for dead, and I don't know if I can do that season 3 journey alone, so we'll see what happens there, but I'm fucking furious, if I can be candid. Uh, but anyway, had to get that off my chest. In better news, we won soccer on the weekend. Now, the team we played were sort of, a, if I could describe them, were like a bunch of Make-A-Wish kids, um, sort of out for a day in the sun. Like, they weren't a very good team. Um, we did not turn up to play either. One of our boys, uh, rocked up five minutes before the game and vomited in the car park. Um, I'm not sure what he got up to, although he did receive a life ban from a fairly prestigious establishment that we sometimes frequent. So, um, and, and bit of context on that, he was already serving a year ban. So it was kind of like, it was pretty justified from the bar, I thought. Um, but yeah, so we, we didn't exactly turn up to play. Our warm up was... Uh, sort of disinterested. Um, I gave the lads a rocket before the game. Uh, obviously, I'm wearing the captain's armband because I'm a natural leader and people sort of gravitate um, to what I say and do. 
And a lot of a lot of blokes just want to be like me, and I I can't blame them. Okay, I can't blame them. Um, but yeah, we went up, we went up one 0 One of their blokes, I hate this. Their striker, I'm marking. He's trying to chat to me. I hate it when blokes do this. He's like, he's like, oh, like, cause they're they're last, we're second last. He's like, oh, you guys are having a pretty tough season too, hey? Geez, this comp is tough. I said, mate, shut up. Okay, what what is this a sleepover? Do you want to go get freaking Ben and Jerry's after this? What flavor are you going to get? I'm going to get chocolate swirl. Mate, hit the bricks, okay? I don't know you. Your haircut, I personally don't care for. And we're about to put you losers to the sword. And we did, 2-0. Um, we didn't play particularly well, but luckily they were awful. Now, um, I will say in a moment of weakness, um, I just hate when blokes chat to you like that on the field. You know, we're here... I've paid my $400, I'm here to get belligerent for 90 minutes, and drink after, okay? I don't want to hear about, you know, what, how's, how's your uni course going? No, I don't want to, oh, don't you go to Macquarie too? No, I don't, mate. I don't go to Macquarie as well, okay? God, I just, ugh. So, in, in a moment of weakness, this striker, this chatty bloke, the, the through ball goes through, I'm chasing it down, excellent positional play. Okay, I have a sixth sense for where the ball's going to be. Um, so, I win the ball. Shock. Jo- uh, sort of, this guy's trying to tackle me. Phys- physical strength, mine's superior. I think he's about 18 and weighs 40 kilos. But then the ball's gone out and he's still trying to tackle me. Like, the ball's like a meter out. He's still trying to get it off me. I just pick the ball up. I go, mate, you fucking suck, eh? And he's like, what? And I'm like, you, you just, you're not good. It's just tough to watch. And he's like, oh. And he just he goes, oh, fuck, all right. <laughs> and he just sort of walked off and I thought, oh, God. We're up 2-0 at the time and some people handle success well. I'm not one of them, okay? I will morph into an arrogant piece of shit. Um, if I could draw your attention back to the yellow card incident when we were 4-1 up a few games ago and I booted the ball about 50 million miles away in the 89th minute to stop any chance they had of getting a second goal. Um, I received a yellow card and a pretty a pretty decent dressing down from one of their players. Uh, he attacked my character, and I personally didn't disagree with him. Um, but we won. Uh, my roommate, Adam, he was the goalkeeper. He told everyone at the pub that night, including several girls, that he, had, he kept a clean sheet and was phenomenal, despite the fact he touched the ball twice. Two of which were goal kicks that did not get off the ground, at which point I then took the goal kicks for the rest of the game. So, very bizarre stuff. Um, but we went out, we, we did go out and about. Um, I will say, just a quick Pelican of the Week to me, just a little, a brief one this week. Um, yeah, we were, well, I can't think of too much that happened at the pub. Sort of just, uh, good times were rolling. We won three from three games across our club, so uh, morale was high. Um, I, I sort of, Kept asking the bar staff what they thought of our win. And they were like, who do you play for again? Is it AFL? And I said, God damn it, Kate. When are you going to work out? It's soccer, all right? It's soccer, Kate. But anyway. Um, but yeah, Pelican of the Week goes to me. Um, obviously, we drank sort of pretty aggressively due to the win. Billy, you drink every week even when you lose. Just shut up, okay? It's my podcast. You can back off. It's the last time I'll say it. Okay, it's the last time I'll say it. Um... But yeah, so we got, if I may speak out of school, quite drunk. Um, now, at the end of the night, 
found myself with a with a, a local a local woman, a gentleman's kiss good night for me, and a gentleman never tells, but it was just a kiss. Um, at which point I said good night. I walked across the road. One of my mates was ordering the Uber for us to go home. Um, I took a I took two hits of a cigarette, got head spins, and vomited in the bush, in full view of this of this woman. So. Uh, yeah, just a brief pelican of the week. Uh, just a very quick incident from me. I think it was 17 seconds from from kiss to vomit. Um, and yeah, just embarrassing. To the bloke's front yard who I absolutely destroyed, I apologize. Um, but at the same time, nothing a hose can't fix pretty quick. So, you know, it could be worse, I feel. Could be worse. But yeah, it was average for me. Um, but we won, so I didn't really care. Um, now... Double... Oh, I should have given this Pelican of the Week, actually. God damn it. Oh, I was too quick on the Pelican of the Week. Another Pelican of the Week, and this one... This one's pretty bad. Now, my roommate, Adam. Now, I don't know what you guys think of this bloke, because I don't think I've ever said a positive word about him on the pod. Um, but, you know, his haircut's not as bad as you might think. If there's one redeeming quality. Um, he gets his hair haircut from a local drug dealer who's trying to go straight. Um, so he, he gets his haircuts from him for free and the guy actually does a pretty good job. Uh, but Adam is a bit fiddly about his food. All right. He, he, he loves to send food back. Um, he has the record for most steaks sent back at a local bowling club in a calendar year. That was 2019 for, um, that was at our local bowling club. He is not well liked there when he goes in for a feed. He's, he's sends food back all the time. Um, and I don't know how he does it. I've personally never sent food back just because I'm a coward. You know, you could send... I, I ordered a steak once. The bloke sent out fish and chips. I said, oh boy, ribeye. And I fucking ate that thing with a smile. Um, but yeah, Adzi doesn't stand for that shit. But on the weekend, I think he went a bit too far. He sent back a bacon and egg roll at a volunteer-run canteen at our soccer game. <laughs> oh, dude. He, he hadn't had any breakfast. He goes, I'm going to get a bacon and egg roll. I go, treat yourself. Keep in mind, he's the goalie and we're playing the worst team on the planet. So he's going to have to feed up for the next 90 minutes. I said, mate, have a fucking six pack and, a, and, and some fucking narcotics while you're there. You're not going to be doing anything, okay? Pick up a, the Daily Telegraph and maybe download 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson on audiobook because you've got some time to fill. Anyway, Adzi gets a bacon egg roll from this 16-year-old girl in the canteen. He sends it back because he said it was too cold and the bacon wasn't crispy enough. Keep in mind, this 16-year-old girl is forced to be there by the soccer club. Okay, she's merely there volunteering her time to keep the club that she loves moving along, you know, to give back to the community. And she's got this piece of shit in a personalized goalkeeping jersey that he ordered from directfootball.com telling her it's cold and the bacon's not crispy enough. Jesus Christ. What sort of a piece of shit is this bloke? My lord. A volunteer run... How this girl didn't give him a spray is beyond me. Obviously, she was 16 and terrified. Um, but if, if I'm volunteering for anything and someone tries to give me a spray, shut up. Just shut the hell up. Like, dear God. Okay, if I'm not getting paid to smile, I'm not, I'm not smiling, mate. All right? If you want to be a piece of shit, it takes two to tango. I'll throw the next egg in your face. Who are you going to complain to? I can't get fired. Okay? I can't get fired. It's a volunteer-run canteen. 
as long as as long as I can, you know, this poor girl's getting sexually harassed by all the dads. Now she's got Adzi sending back the food. Like, dear God, leave her alone, mate. Leave her alone. But it's still, it's still, yeah. Adam's got some, he's got some service issues, okay? One time at a bowling club, the freaking steak was a bit too, you know, it was a bit too rare for his liking to be, in his defense, it was blue. But he went, he went into the kitchen, went full Gordon Ramsay, called the bloke a French pig, even though he was clearly Korean. But, you know, I think that's what happens when you are, when you're so angry about food, I think you don't see race anymore. You just see incompetence. So, double pelican of the week. One, I mean, I do deserve it for that 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 incident. But also, Adzi, get a grip. <laughs> Stop harassing volunteers, young girls as well. Horrendous from him. Horrendous. But what else we got here? All right. So, bup, bup, bup. oh yeah, what about this? So after my game, we won shock um and uh we went and watched our first grade team play down the road now adam features in this story but he's actually a good guy so we'll balance this out me and adam drive down i'm driving down in the metro flying down more like it my god what a machine i drive one of the premier automobiles on the planet and i'm i'm not going to apologize for it okay if anyone wants a drag race anyone can get it anytime okay just look for me i'm the one absolutely blasting smith street band and my and i couldn't afford to get the front panel that i had replaced um painted so it's got it's a white car with a black front panel okay and when you hear the old girl revving don't make eye contact with me unless you want the business okay um what was i talking about oh yeah so park in the local soccer game watch the ones um now impossibly tight spot for some cars for some drivers not me Par- reverse parallel I absolutely whip into this thing at about 80 k's an hour, but it's tight. Adzi, being a good Samaritan, says, do you want me to get out and spot you? Fantastic, mate. Fantastic. He gets out. He spots me. Gives me the old tap on the back of the windscreen. Perfect. I, uh, I ease it forward, and I've just absolutely nailed this park. And I get out, and my shoulders are back. And I'm looking for anyone who saw that to just give him a bit of, yeah, that just happened. What I receive is actually quite abusive. As I walk over Triumphant, crossing the road, there's a bowling club there. There's like five old blokes pressed against the uh, the metal ring fence. And one of them goes, Hey, fuck with, you're going to leave a note for that bloke's car you just hit? I go, what? <laughs> I look up, there's about six 75-year-old men and they're furious. Some of which, are, um, they're overweight. Um, so I'm just painting a picture. So I look up, there's, they're all 75 years old, some of which are overweight and they're, they're abusive. I go, excuse me, lads, cause they're old. And they say, you've just hit that bloke's car, mate. You're going to leave a note. I go, no, I didn't. And they go, we just saw you, mate. We heard it. We heard it. And, and I go, mate, I have my mate Adam spot me. Shut up. Okay. Keep in mind, this guy's 75 probably can't hear when his fucking missus falls over in the shower you know but he reckons he can hear me apparently nick a car i was doing about 1.7 k's an hour and adzi was spotting me there's no way i hit this car anyway so i go whatever the fat bloke the fattest of the fat blokes comes out and starts having a go at adzi adzi stands adzi goes come on mate come have a look then 
He goes, I was tapping on the back of the windscreen, you idiot. As he's just giving it to this old bloke now. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And he goes, he goes, mate, I was tapping on the windscreen. He goes, I was spotting him. There's no way he hit your car. And I go, mate, what are you carrying on about? That's the whole point of having a bloke spot you. So you don't hit the car. You, I've done the right thing. A lesser man would have just fucking done 35 into your, into your 1999 Subaru. And he was, and, and then I, this is one thing I hate. The guy goes, the guy said to Adzi, he goes, well, mate, if you've done nothing wrong, why are you getting so defensive? It's like, mate, we're getting defensive because you're being an absolute cunt for no reason. You know, I've had my mate jump out. I've had my mate spot me. I've not hit your car. I've done the right thing. You've been an absolute prick for no reason. We're not getting defensive, mate. We're, we're getting offensive. Okay. I'm not above hitting a 78 year old man. Okay. I've said that multiple times on the pod. I don't care for old people. Okay. And the reason I don't care for old people when, as, when they're, when they're a piece of shit, I should say. Is because when an old bloke is a piece of shit to you, you know for a fact he, that means he's been a piece of shit for at least the last sixty years, okay, mate. You've been a dud for more than five decades. Don't bring that energy into my life, okay. I'm twenty five. I've got a podcast, and I'll attack your character on it, okay. I'm not afraid to. So this guy's having a go, and he's like, he's had a go at us, and then goes, oh yeah, well why are you getting so defensive then, mate? Hey mate. Hey, mate. Whoa. Calm down, brother. Calm down. Oh, I fucking hate old blokes. And then at the end, he does this. I hate this as well. He goes, right, mate. Fair enough. My mistake, eh? Shake my hand. It's all good. He does that. He takes the high road. Even though we did nothing wrong, he was a piece of shit for no reason. He then takes the high road at the end. Hey, mate. Shake my hand. All behind us. Mate, you're about to be behind my metro. I'm about to mow you down, you fat cunt. Ugh. I hate old blokes. Okay? I hate them. But anyway. Now. Okay. What else we got here? Now, I received an email. You can email me. Um, firstly, if you want to email me, it's billydarcycomedy at gmail.com. I haven't anyone feel the need to email before, but if you'd like to email me, you're well within your rights. If you want to send in a topic for the pod, ask me a question, do whatever. Um, BillyDarcyComedy at gmail.com if you'd like to email me. Uh, I had some fucking weirdo email me on my personal email. Now, how he got that is beyond me, okay? Let me tell you, the guy's name was Steve. Let me tell you, Steve, get out of my personal inbox, okay? My hotmail is for sports bet offers and... And, and drink deals from clubs in America I went to five years ago. Okay? It's not the fucking helpline. Um, and just on that note, El Jefe nightclub in Arizona. I understand it's Margarita Mondays. Please stop trying to contact me. I've unsubscribed as many times as I can. Also, you've been very arrogant on the marketing for a club whose bouncer choked me out and I woke up outside. Okay? El Jefe was, I believe, the Mexican word for the, the chokehold that bloke put me in. Okay, it was a fucking goddamn Peruvian necktie. I woke up on the street, okay? So please stop trying to market to me. I'm terrified to return. But anyway, bloke Steve's hit my personal email um, for some advice, okay? So let's give this nerd, a, let's give this nerd some tips. Um, here we go. So this bloke, hey, Billy. I guess I shouldn't berate him too much, but uh, he said, hey, Billy, I love your positivity. 
Thanks, Steve. I appreciate that. Um, particularly with your soccer stories. Here's my situation. Here's my situation. I haven't scored a goal this season, which has killed my confidence. I'm a midfielder, so I don't have too many opportunities to score, but I, ne- I know I need to, otherwise I look like a fucking idiot at the end of the season if I get a blank. What advice could you give to boost my confidence and help my mental state to help me score more? Regards, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Um, firstly, mate, yeah, like I said, get out of my personal email. Um, any official correspondence like this, keep it, keep it to uh, all official platforms. Um, just in case, I don't want some head case, you know, in case you freaking jump off a bridge and your last correspondence was to comedian Billy Darcy. Now I'm doing 25 to life, you know? So let's keep it all official. Um, but thank you for the email, Steve. Firstly, mate, um, if you play in the mids, you should be getting plenty of opportunities to score. Okay, um, unless you're one of these cowards waiting for a tap-in on the back post, mate, pull the trigger from 35 metres out and live the dream, okay? I can assure you, the abuse you will receive for scoring no goals will be just as vigorous, if not more so, if your only goal is a sweaty tap-in in the 89th minute when you're already 4-0 up, okay? If you're playing right mid, centre mid, get the ball outside the box, pull the trigger, get your head over it, and give the lad something to talk about, Okay? If you want to win their respect, go big or go home, okay? Oh, oh, I'm in the midfield. I never get near the goals. Okay, it's a fucking choose-your-own-adventure out there, Steve. Take some responsibility. That's my first tip. Um, now, as far as your mental state, personally, mate, I think, you know, it'd be pot calling the kettle black for me to give you tips on, on mental health, but I will say, mate, there's probably several issues outside of your Division 7 soccer league contributing um, to your mental state that probably need addressing more so. Um, you know, it sounds like you've got the yips, which is a terrible place to be in. Um, but whatever girl left you this year, I advise you delete her number and never contact her again. Okay. Um, having a bottle of red texting your ex on a Friday night is not the preparation you're looking for, Steve. I can assure you. Um, and you know, she says, oh, maybe if you win tomorrow, we can have a drink Saturday night. And you think, fuck yeah, this is it. And then next thing you know, you know, you've lost three nil. She's, oh, no, I'm actually catch, catching up with this guy, Brandon. You know, it's it's no way to live, Steve. Delete her number. And further than that, I'd get on the front foot and I'd, I'd try to sleep with someone from her family. Um, now, not like a not like her sister or, you know, anything like that. Maybe like a second cousin. Um, nothing too hurtful. Just just to send a message like, yeah, I'm, I'm in your family tree. And, you know, be careful or I'll come to your Christmas. I'm not afraid to. Um, now... As far as confidence, Steve, that's a great question. Confidence comes from one place and it's it's not from within, Steve. It's That's a, that's a well-held misconception in this modern world. Um, it comes from mugging off inferior players in the opposition. I can't be clearer about this, mate. Um, you know, you, you see sort of maybe a 35-year-old guy uh, in the opposition sort of struggling a bit, um, attack his hairline, take a punt and have a go at his recent divorce. Um, most blokes who are still playing amateur sport at 35, you know, they don't have the kids that weekend. That's why they're free, you know. Most of them aren't screaming for the ball. They're screaming for, for Timmy to be able to see him more than more than once a fortnight. Um, so pick away at these blokes' weaknesses. Um, attack their character. Maybe even say that pro- professionally away from the field, you know, maybe they're, they're, they're not the best accountant or HR manager or, you know, whatever sort of office drone they are. Just really pick away at that. Um, as their self-worth diminishes, yours will skyrocket, I can assure you. 
Um, now, finally, uh, as far as worrying about looking like an idiot if you don't score, uh, you know, this is and this is just uh, across the across the, sort of a life tip. Really, no one's ever thinking about you as much as you think they are. Um, I can assure you, most of these blokes don't care if you score this season, uh, and further than that, most of them probably don't even know your name. Okay, so. Steve, they're not calling you a legend for nothing, okay? They don't know who you are, um, and, and that's fine with it, mate. Enjoy the anonymity, okay? Uh, there can only be sort of three or four big dogs in every squad. You're, you're clearly not one of them. I'd embrace that, to be honest. Um, if you get a start at the end of season trip, I'll personally be surprised, um, but I just enjoy the fact that no one's going to notice too much, and you can just you can enjoy the vibes in peace, mate. Don't stress, okay? No, no one's bothered. They're all sleeping soundly, okay? So get the ball, get the ball from 35 out, have a ping. If you hit the crossbar, you know, that's still pretty cool. That's going to garner some respect. Uh, so at this point, Steve, forget the stress, mate. Forget the stress. I would throw all caution to the wind and just try and get every drip of value out of your $400 rego as you can. Okay, have some fun, mate. Buy some of the cooler blokes a beer in your team. Um, don't don't waste money on some of the, sort of the, uh, you know, the people at your level within the social structure, buy some of the, you know, the big fish, uh, a, a beer, you know, get in their head. I'm talking the captain. I'm talking whoever plays attacking mid or number nine. And I'm talking the bloke who chops the most in your team. Get around those three men, buy them schooners. Um, and, and you'll be fine, Steve. I wish you all the best, mate. I know it seems like I've been berating you and not giving you tips, but if you read between the lines, I think there's some fantastic knowledge in there. So all the best, Steve, all the best. Okay, now, up next. Now, as we know, I'm not too good with the old pop culture. Um, the pop culture, but I read the news to fill out this podcast. I mean, you've got to get to 40 minutes. I've always said it. Um, so, on that note, I read an article recently. The new Bachelor, some of his ex-girlfriends have come out, or a couple of them. Apparently, The Bachelor has cheated on a woman in the past. If you can wrap your head around that. One girl came out and said, oh, he cheated on me with another woman. It's like, babe, he's, he's on the fucking Bachelor, okay? You thought one was bad. He's got 15 on the go. How about you wake up, okay? They're not getting freaking Mormons on that show to conf- confess their love to one woman and then move on. Send the other 14 home in a minibus. That's not how it works, okay? This bloke's got 15 girls on the go. And he's telling 12 of them at any one time that he has feelings for them. Okay? That's what it's all about. Polygamy. Keeping the ball rolling. I don't know how he does it. If anything, we should be we should be commending this bachelor, thinking, this bloke's cheated in the past. He's well-versed in what it takes to win this show. You know? If, if you go on The Bachelor and you've been faithful your whole life, you're going to be out of your depth. This bloke, Lockie, he, he wasn't cheating on you, baby. He was warming up. All right? Now he's ready for his biggest task yet. I don't know. But I commend this bloke, Lockie. I commend him. You know, to, to tell 10 birds at once you've got feelings for them and have you have them believe you is a skill. Okay? I myself have fallen in love with a gentleman's 1,200 birds in my life, but I think I've only had feelings for three of them. And then to convince the girl that you do and, have, and, and to pull it off, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, the, the guy, the guy's a genuine, he's a, he's a modern day Shakespeare, really. Um, obviously I'm talking away from the pad. Shakespeare was a bit of a Lothario, 
can't imagine Lockie has uh, too many plays up his sleeve. The guy looks like a fucking idiot. But but still, a very prolific man. Um, it, it, and, and the thing with this is, everyone wants to have a go at whoever's in the spotlight. You know, he's the bachelor. He's getting it done. Um, look, he's moved on pretty clearly. And I don't care how many times you go to junkie with a story. Turn on your TV at 7.30 on a weeknight and you can see he's moved on, okay? You need to let him go. This, this ex-girlfriend, it's like, uh, but then this Lockie bloke, the bachelor, he came out and said, I think a couple of my ex-girlfriends just want their time in the sun, you know? He's expecting all of us to believe that a bloke with a chest tattoo is going on The Bachelor for the right reasons. <laughs> As if he doesn't want his respective time in the sun. You know? Dude, this guy has... <laughs> this is my favourite thing. This guy has a chest tattoo that says strength and honour. He's leading 15 girls on for favoured buddy. He's got a tattoo that says strength and honour and he's keeping a straight face the whole time. This guy's a fucking legend. <laughs> Oh my God, it doesn't get better than that. Dude, strength and honor, they're either his values or the name of his two illegitimate sons on the Gold Coast, okay? I don't think this guy's worn a condom since Kevin Rudd was prime minister. My God, this guy is a great man. Oh, dude, why is it? Oh, why is it that the guys with the most aggressively noble tattoos are always the biggest pieces of shit? Last time I saw a guy with a strength and honor tattoo, he was trying to glass me in King's Cross. You know, I accidentally bumped into him on the way to the bathroom. He reckons I disrespected his family. Very intense, you know. He was giving me some fast and furious ride or die vibes, you know. I wasn't sure which one of his family members I mugged off. Luckily, he had a full family tree printed on his back. <laughs> Everyone's birthdays in Roman numerals. Dude, tattoo blokes are intense, you know. Only God can judge me. It's like, well, <laughs> I'm judging you, mate. And it's not good. It's not good at all. But, uh, oh, dude. The thing with The Bachelor is every year they come out, oh, once in 2015, the new Bachelor actually didn't scan his Opal card before getting on the train. Is this sort of dishonest behavior we're going to expect from the new Batchie? It's like, dear God. Like, you've, he's got 15 girls on the go. It's not a morally, it's not a morally uh, moral show. Okay, we've got these women taking a ticket like it's a fucking deli. Okay, like this guy's slicing up provolone. All right, he's got fifteen girls on the go. Just let him enjoy the process. Let us enjoy the viewing. Okay, yes, this guy's probably a piece of shit. Of course he's he's going on the Bachelor. Dear God, the only bloke to come off that show and still with his legend status intact is Matty J. And he bloody married the girl, okay? That's that's how you do it. Matty J's the only bloke to come to come out with his legend status intact, okay? And and that's how it is. You know, they they always put this thing like, oh, he's a he's a rocket scientist this year. He's a fucking whatever this year. He's a bloody. It's just a banterous show. I don't know why people take it so seriously. Like I said, unless you're going to go the Matty J and commit and freaking marry the bird and have kids and 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 go on to uh to to freaking have it all you know this guy's got a strength and honor tattoo and he was he was on survivor okay he's here for a hundred thousand instagram followers and uh and to get some pretty raucous dms once the show's over let him be okay let Lockie be all right i don't care if he cheated on a girl in 2007 
He's cheating on 12 right now and I'm fucking loving it. Okay? Leave this poor guy alone, you know? But anyway. Oh, it's, oh my God. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think. But I saw this thing, right? What about this? All right. We're absolutely crawling to 40 minutes today. My stomach is rumbling. It's because I'm recording at 6 a.m. again. I haven't had breakfast. Um, but I saw this thing today. It was pretty funny. So there was a diversity study that came out um, in the media. Turns out, uh, I think 11% of people on TV are people of color or minorities, even though they make up 25% of the greater Australian population. A very harrowing statistic. Um, and Channel 9 came out the worst. Uh, they've got like one, they've got like 1%, <laughs> they've got like 1% cultural diversity. And it's like Brooke Boney, the weather chick, who's like, who's, um, Aboriginal. I don't even know if she does the weather. I'm, I'm not familiar with the program, but, um, yeah, like 1% cultural diversity on Channel 9. So <laughs> it's not great. It's not a great look for Channel 9, but then Carl Stefanovic, the king, you know, the greatest man on the planet, you know, Carl Stefanovic, he's thinking cultural diversity. You're kidding. I'm not losing my job for some quota. So he gets on Twitter. And how Carl Stefanovic is even allowed to have a Twitter account by Channel 9 is beyond me. How that's not how that's not going to end poorly. I mean, we'll leave that at that. Um, but Carl Stefanovic, the king, you, you don't just mug the king off and get away with it. He goes, right, you're attacking Channel 9. Channel 9, give me $5 million a year. So I'm going to, it doesn't take a genius to work out which side I'm on. So Carl Stefanovic comes out and he said, um, he said, I'm Serbian, British and Yugoslavian. And I once got called a wog at school. <laughs> so don't tell me about diversity. Get him, Carl. Get him. Um, I guess if you were, uh, <laughs> if you were bullied in high school, then uh, we no longer need to push for cultural diversity uh, across the greater media landscape. You know, let's just get, you can have 10 white blokes on the panel as long as they all had a pretty tough time in year eight. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but Car Carl's the man. And I think Carl, the problem with Carl, you know, in, to be, in Carl's defense, you know, I, I've actually been calling these lads in my soccer team, the WOG squad for about two months before I found out only one of them was actually Italian. Um, it turns out they were all just sort of really good friends, uh, with pretty prominent eyebrows. Um, so there might have been a similar mix up with Carl in high school. He's sort of, from what I can tell, the whitest man alive. Um, obviously, that, that last name, Stefanovic, is is pushing his case a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're all bullied in high school. I, once in religion class, the, the teacher got up a picture of the Mad Magazine kid and photoshopped my face next to it. And um, just sort of, we, everyone just sort of laughed at me. So... Look, high school was no picnic for anyone, Carl. No one's arguing that. Um, but I think we should leave Carl alone. I think we should back the great man up. Because let's be honest, should we have more cultural diversity in the media landscape? Of course. But if we're, if we're getting rid of, of whites left and right, we're not getting rid of the king, Carl Stefanovic. Let's get rid of all the no-name whites, you know? I'm talking the weather chick. I'm talking, I'm talking the guy who hosts on Saturdays. I'm talking the um, the third string host they bring in for school holidays when Carl's in the Maldives with his extremely hot, much younger wife, okay? 
I'm talking the guy who holds the boom mic. I'm talking the camera guy. I'm talking the caterer. Get rid of all those whites. I don't care. See you later. Let's diversify those roles. Let's keep the king where the king needs to be. Carl Stefanovic delivering the hard-hitting news. Okay? I think we should absolutely confiscate his Twitter account. There's no doubt about that. But unfortunately, I think the king, Carl Stefanovic, has got a bit spooked by this statistic. And I'd like to reassure him that, you know, there's, there's cultural barriers in this world, but when you're that talented, you transcend them, Carl. Okay? Don't let this report spook you, brother. I'm sure Channel 9 has another $5 million with your name on it next year, okay? So you're really not helping your cause uh, by saying that you were called a wog in high school and therefore you have the same same claim to... Uh, to what are, what are, what are the, it's too early to talk about fucking racial politics. You know, you were called a wog in high school, so you've had the same struggles as an Aboriginal kid in the 80s. <laughs> Thank you, Carl Stefanovic. Thank you. Please forget your Twitter password <laughs> because I love you. But if you if you stay on Twitter, it's not going to end well, Carl. Please get off Twitter. <laughs> oh, God. But the king, I assure you, Carl, you will keep your job um, because, you know, talent transcends everything. And once you get to that level of talent, Carl, no one reads the news like you. No one pretends to be interested uh, in hard-hitting stuff like you, Carl. No one stands... <laughs> in front of a uh, destroyed Indonesian village after a tsunami like you, you know? Someone's under the rubble going, help! Carl's like, shut up, I'm doing a live cross. So don't worry, Carl. The people have got your back. Um, but if I was a non-famous white TV host, I would be definitely worried because that, that report was quite damning and I can't imagine your contract will be renewed. But anyway, how long is that? It's 38 minutes-ish. Okay. I'm not going to lie, um, that's all I had prepared for this week. Uh, now, last week I said if anyone would like to tweet me some funny stuff um, about the pod, it's great PR for me. I received one tweet, and while it was quite hilarious, I was hoping for at least three or four. So if you'd like to tweet me something funny about the pod, I'll be sharing it on my social media. Uh, sort of bants me up, but it's also double promoting the pod, so that's... No one wants to hear me say, come listen to my pod. But if you if you do a funny tweet saying this bloke's unhinged and at times could be portrayed as racist, um, that's the best marketing sort of anyone could ever have. Um, if Carl Stefanovic could personally tweet me about the pod, that would be huge. Um, but yeah, as always, if you'd like to share a Facebook video um, or tag a friend in one of my stand-up comedy videos that'd be fantastic um and oh yeah i've got a gig newcastle september 4th um some people have messaged me saying when are my sydney shows there will be sydney shows at the end of the year i think but it's just a weird time at the moment um i wouldn't make the trek up to newcastle from sydney i will be playing sydney at some point um if you live outside of new south wales who, who knows if i'll ever see you again um, but I had one more thing. What was it? Oh, oh yeah. Next week is episode 100, I think. Got a, is it? Pretty sure. It's either 99 or 100, but episode 100, I've locked in a special guest. And also next week, this weekend, I've just picked up a bit of, um, bit of acting work per se. So, uh, I think I could have a pretty good yarn for next week. So next week I've, I've locked in a great yarn. And a special guest for episode 100. So, 
uh, get around that, tell your friends, etc. Um, and I believe this is the end of the podcast. I guess it's up to me. Yep, sweet. Okay, thanks for listening. Um, I, sorry if I seemed a little stressed this morning. Um, I shampooed and conditioned my hair before this, and I spent about ten minutes trying to straighten it out a bit with a with a hairdryer and a brush. It was just it was too curly, which I believe was karma because on the weekend I called a bloke in the opposition soccer team, a curly head fuck. Um, and then I just could not get my hair to sit right this morning. So apologies if I was a bit frazzled. That's the reason why. Um, thank you for listening. Way too long, way too long. Yeah, and I can see the ground now. I'm way too gone, way too gone. Because these people got me fucked up. Yeah, they got me way too wrong, way too wrong. Now my mind's telling me, don't you wait too long, wait too long. Oh, I, oh, I, oh.